0: Getting a debate with you on theology, but you know. Well, anyway, I, I'm not gonna, I'm not, I'm not gonna make it. I'm not gonna make a judgment for other people. Why, why do intentionally targeting. Welcome back. <laughs> a little shorter than yesterday, right? That intro yesterday was a, a little bit lengthy, but uh, there was so much ignorance going on in that State of the Union. I figure I'd just play that montage for you yesterday. Today it's a little bit shorter, but still showing how ignorant Joe Biden truly is. Uh, He was asked by a reporter from the audio you just heard, since he's Catholic and in the video he's got the ashes on his forehead, why would he support abortion? He didn't get to finish his answer Other than just stating that he didn't want to get into theology and he wasn't going to force people to do something. Um, And the reason why he didn't get to finish his answer, if you saw the video, Joe Biden uh, is there. Jill Biden looks like she's probably uh, maybe 30 feet is what it looks like in the video behind him. And when he stops and is asked that question, she literally scurries over to him very quickly. She looked pretty nimble for her age (laughs) and interrupts the conversation and more or less as a caregiver does, lets the uh, geriatric patient know it's time to go. You're not allowed to talk to anybody anymore, dear. You can't answer any questions. Let's go this way. Remember, follow all the lines on the floor so we can get you to where you need to go. (laughs) So from the Reckless and stupid um, speech that he gave Tuesday night to Wednesday being asked by a reporter a pretty simple question. Uh, if you are Catholic, you believe in God, you know that all life is special, you cannot support abortion. Yeah, I mean, uh, if you believe in the Bible at all, you don't support abortion because you're aborting one of God's creations. So, you don't get to make that decision uh, you know that's that's kind of where it's at, but I guess he's got a different point of view, you know whatever politically is good, you know you know I'm Italian, and uh you ever watch any of the old gangster movies and even some of the new ones, one of the most recent ones that I thought was relatively good was the Irishman and uh you see that all mafia is uh is Catholic. Yeah, so go to church on Sunday, say your prayers, all is well. And then, you know, Sunday night and Monday morning, you're having somebody taken out and giving them some concrete shoes. I mean, just because you say you're Catholic and you want to pretend that you're, you know, I guess makes you look good and pretend that I'm a decent person because that's what I believe in. But your actions definitely say different. (laughs) Sleepy, creepy. Well, naturally, and you know I was up late Tuesday night recording, just because of uh, wrapping up the State of the Union. Uh, Naturally, Wednesday, you know everything's going crazy Wednesday, and I'm always a day behind on uh, on recording. Uh, Joe Manchin, we need to lead by banning all imports from Russia. We need to produce energy now more than ever. Amen. I mean, if you want this to stop, that's the way to do it. I've been saying since the beginning of this, especially when they came out with their silly sanctions that don't really impact Russia as much as they would like you to believe that they do. The best way to cut them off is got to chop them off at the knees. Stop buying oil from them. I'm no rocket scientist, but it seems you know pretty straightforward and simple. You know, you stop purchasing oil. Tell Europe to stop purchasing oil. Chop them off at the knees. And uh, you stop funding the invasion and things kind of go back to a calm state. Uh, I do like that Joe Manchin, God, Joe Manchin has surprised me. You know, people say a lot of stuff. You get a lot of politicians that say a lot of things. They're going to do this. They're going to do that. They stand for this. They stand for that. Joe Manchin has surprised me. He has stood pretty strong up to this point against, uh, I would say, pretty heavy attack from his own party to just do what they want him to do and he's been opposed to it and he's standing for his values so yeah he's impressed me but i like what he said he was on talk line with hoppy jesus you know why does why do people have to have names like that i mean how can't we just have simple names (laughs) When you know you're just a, a dumb old Florida boy like myself, it would be easier if you would get names that were just a little bit easier to pronounce. I'm going to say Kercheval. So Hoppy Kirchival. He was on there Tuesday. He called for a ban of all products from Russia, including petroleum products, in order for the U.S. to lead by example in, per- in pressuring Russia. Argued that this can be done without increasing gas prices if we boost domestic production shocker and stated let's get back to a productive energy environment and we need it now more than ever my god can you imagine a democrat that actually has some sense (laughs) in washington It is amazing because either A, you got sense, but you're too scared to go against the party and you don't say anything, or B, you are 100% in lockstep with what the party wants. It's refreshing to see Joe Manchin standing up for what he believes in and he's speaking the truth. We've all been saying this. Everybody, every conservative commentator from somebody who is small like myself to your conglomerates that are out there are all saying the same thing. We don't need to buy oil from Russia. We were energy independent not so long ago. You know, like, <laughs> I don't know, a year ago. Joe Biden's first day of office, he cancels the Keystone Pipeline. He bans all fracking uh, uh, additional leases on federal land for oil drilling and fracking. I don't know. You slow down production. You stop the amount that we produce daily. Now, I know, according to Jen Psaki, and the radical left, no, 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 we don't want to boost oil. You know, we don't want to produce more oil. We, we want to go green. The problem is the demand for oil is just as bad today as it was yesterday. You don't have any green energy that will supplement oil right now. Sorry, you don't have it. So in that case, why don't we do this? Why don't we produce the same amount of oil we were producing under President Trump? then gas prices would drop down. They would plummet. We would probably, they'd probably go down, depending on the area, dollar, dollar 50 a gallon, and we could get back to something a little bit more sensible. And then, oh, I don't know, we wouldn't be funding invasions of other countries, and we would be energy independent once again. We could actually make some money for the country since we're $30 trillion in debt and sell oil to countries that need it because we can produce that much. I'm just going to throw that out there. Again, I'm not the smartest guy in the world. I'm not the sharpest tool in the shed, but geez, these, this one seems to be pretty simple. I'm glad Joe Manchin stood up and said something because it needs to be said. If we're going to have any type of normalcy going forward, if this country survives going forward, we need people, not extremists, we need people that are willing to, to do the right thing for the country argue their points for their political opinions find a medium find a middle ground and that we can all agree upon and go down that route this extreme one way or the other is not going to fly we are not going to get anywhere doing it this way so maybe joe manchin is the beginning of that bridge because he at least at, at, at so far what he has done He seems to be true blue. He's one of your last standing moderate Democrats that are willing to stand up because I'm sure there's a few more up there, but they're too scared to do what he's doing because of how he gets attacked. Hopefully we'll see what it looks like going forward, but at least for right now, Hey, it was nice to, like I said, it was refreshing to see that he actually stood up for something and it, it does make sense. Hello. (laughs) You want to work on green energy? By all means. You know, I think we all want to be good stewards of our environment. Work on energy. Cool. If you can develop a clean energy, which, just in case there's any Democrats listening, nuclear is cleaner than anything you're trying to do. It's It already exists, but there's not that much money in it for you. So that's why you don't want nuclear. But nuclear power is clean. But go ahead. Keep trying to develop some alternative source of power. And as we work towards that, in the meantime, how about we Don't mess up the economy and we keep doing what we need to do to get by as you figure out more environmentally friendly ways to produce energy. Oh, and FYI, in case you ever missed any of my episodes, the amount of deforestation that it would take for your wind turbines and your solar panels would do more damage to the earth than any oil and fracking drilling would ever do. All right. Job Creators Network held a conference uh, call with reporters on Monday to talk about the state of small businesses in Joe Biden's America, ahead of the State of the Union, including Guy, here we go again, Burkabil Berkabille, Burkabel. I don't know, Guy B, let's just go with that, <laughs> uh, who owns a chemical company in Pennsylvania. In the article, he says, and I quote, I have never gone through a period of time where I've had had to face so many issues that were negatively impacting our business. Uh, Biden's coronavirus economic policies have hurt small business, lockdown, masks, and vaccine mandates, and federal payments to millions of Americans took their toll. The labor participation rate is the lowest, I believe, since I started my company in 1995. Um, he employs right now about 180 people. They asked about the mask mandate. He says he doesn't think that they understand how hard it is to work a 10 hour shift in a factory with a mask on, especially when you're running a machine and you're not around other people. Um, he said the cost of doing business also has risen under the presidency. The cost of some of the materials needed to make the products that he makes has gone up 600%. (laughs) Jesus. Um, as far as the price of electricity, we do use a lot of electricity, he said, and we've seen our electric rates go up approximately 20% over the past year. He says we're paying about $15,000 a month. I think that if I got a bill for my electric bill that was 15 grand, I I think I would probably look at it, and the next thing that would happen is I'd be standing in a white robe in front of God because I just died from seeing that <laughs> fifteen thousand dollar electric bill. Yeah, I would have killed over there. That that would have been it for me. You know, I'm in Florida and uh, it's hot here almost year round, so the AC's cranking nonstop, and uh, in the summertime. When an electric bill comes in, 300 or a little over $300, my heart's pounding a little bit. So 15000 would not be a good moment for me. Uh, Breitbart asked if, given the current war in the Ukraine, Biden will focus at all on climate change, um, production to restore energy independence. Ortiz said, let's put it this way. If he does, boy, we've got a bigger problem than ever because it shows just how to out just how out of touch with reality he is. Now I touched on that yesterday because everything that he was saying in the state of the union was like <laughs> I don't even know what where he's getting his information from, but wherever it is, please stop and go to a different source. You need you need to find yourself a better trusted source there, Joe, because whoever's feeding you that information, man, they're lying to you because right now we it's a mess. Uh, I saw Side note, I saw a, um, a funny tweet on Twitter. Uh, I personally enjoy this movie quite a bit. I actually know most lines from it. I've watched it so many times. But My Cousin Vinny, there's a scene in the courtroom, and I can't say exactly what he says, but if you've watched the movie, you know what I'm saying. He's uh, sleeping, and they're giving, an, they're giving opening arguments. And when it comes to his turn, he goes up in front of the judge, wiping his eyes, and he goes, everything that guy says is bull crap. Now, he didn't say bullcrap, but you get the idea, <laughs> and thank you, and goes and sits down. I saw a funny meme where they go, how everybody feels about the State of the Union uh, yesterday, and that's the little clip they put under it, and I got to say, I, uh, I got a uh, good laugh out of that, so that was enjoyable, but yeah, pretty much, just like he said, Joe Biden's out of uh, touch with all his climate change nonsense. They are, but they don't They don't really care about that. Uh, I keep going back to the Great Reset. You know, I'm hoping that I say it enough times. It at least gets you curious if you haven't looked into it. And if you have looked into it, then you absolutely know what's going on here. I mean, they don't care about that. That part of the Great Reset, that doesn't matter. It's like a tearing down of society to rebuild their new society that they want. So that's unimportant to them, just like debt is unimportant to them right now. So that's why... There, he advocated again yesterday for trying to pass more bills, spend more money that we don't have. It's all part of that. So if you, it really take some time, if you can, please look into that. All right. Joe Biden's choice for, uh, the FCC nomination, Gigi Son was caught attending a net neutrality protest. She also, at the same time, got caught lying to Congress. Breitbart ran a news story about it. I saw a tweet from the Columbia Bulge that I don't know if it's their video and, or if it's they found the video and, it, and ran it on their uh, Twitter feed, but I'm going to play you the video And you can hear what she says, and then you're going to hear some singing and whatever. That's her at the protest with the protesters for net neutrality. Here it is. One of the organizations advocated sending a mob to the home of an FCC chairman to pressure him to act on net neutrality. I think you're referring to the time that a group uh, laid down in front of Chairman Wheeler's car and wouldn't let him come to a work. I obviously did not support that. In fact... When the activists would flood our email boxes with emails i would get a call from ruth milkman the chief of staff saying make it stop and i made it stop trust me i was getting 11 o'clock phone calls so the chief of staff of the fcc saying make it stop!" so i did not support so certainly not support that deeply intertwined with these organizations no i do want to thank everybody out there and thank you evan for all the work fight for the future and demand progress and free press have done bringing the american people to these issues and i've never seen anything like it and it's fantastic it's because of you another organization you were involved with encouraged people to threaten violence against an fcc chairman his staff and his family due to his views on net neutrality what, what group is that, uh, Senator Blackburn? I'm not sure if it was a Fight for the Future or Free Press. Okay, I'm, I am no way affiliated with those groups. Do I make small contributions at the end of the year because we work together? Sure, that doesn't mean I approve of everything they do. It's amazing how easily these people can lie. Um, Breitbart also, in that article has the raw footage of her at the net neutrality um, protest. And she's out there taking pictures. She's smiling and laughing. Everybody's having a great time, you know, and it's just doing a great thing. And then she'll go in front of Congress and, oh, no, no, I'm not affiliated with them. I don't don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, of course you don't. (laughs) Why would you know what we're talking about? Because that would only stop your confirmation. If she was to be concerned, uh, concerned, I'm concerned, if she was to be confirmed, um, her track record, she would be extremely partisan um, in depth. She was co-founder and CEO of a leftist advocate group, Public Knowledge, which recently called on cable satellite providers to drop OAN News Network Uh, as the FCC commissioner. She would be in a position of influence over cable and satellite providers, which means that if they wanted you off the air, potentially she could make that happen. She's also personally called on the FCC to investigate whether the Sinclair Broadcast Group, uh, a conservative-run network of local television stations, should hold a broadcast license. As, As a commissioner, again, she would be able to strip them of that and do just that. She has also said both Fox News and social media are dangerous to democracy, arguing that Fox is the greatest danger and calling for a hearing about the network, which she labeled state-sponsored propaganda. Uh, she's also denied even the possibility that big tech companies might be engaged in censorship or otherwise biased against conservatives. That is a joke, even though leaks from inside the tech companies have report repeatedly shown this to be the case. Instead, she accused tech companies of trying to appease President Trump, who she labeled a right-wing extremist. This lady cannot be confirmed. This is the problem we're having, is that Joe Biden's policies are far left. Well, not his policies. Whoever's running the White House, uh, their policies are far left. Joe Biden just gives them his blessing. And um, you're putting all these people in positions of power to really turn this into a one sided country. They only want their political ideology in this country and the rest of us. They just like to stamp us out. Um, It's funny. I mean, it really is comical. She claims that social media was kind to to President Trump. (laughs) Uh, Has she been on social media any time in the last five years? Not only were they not kind to him when he was running for president, The first time they destroyed him while, before he even became president throughout his entire presidency, they destroyed him, ultimately blocking him and banning him from the platforms for telling people to go peacefully protest. So that makes a whole lot of sense. Um, and even up till today. If you go on a nasty place like Twitter, they're still taking cheap shots at Trump. It hasn't stopped. They really do have a derangement syndrome when it comes to him. They just can't let it go. The hate is so deep for them, it doesn't end. Uh, And also, on the flip side of that, how she says that conservatives are not being uh, targeted, we're not being shadow banned, anything of that nature. Yeah, I can tell you myself... And if you'd like to check this, please feel free to. Every single day that I go on Twitter, I lose followers every day. At my high point, I was somewhere around 15 to 20,000 followers. If I remember correctly, I was doing one of the things where, you know, you follow me, I follow back. Uh, I'm down to like. I don't know what I'm at now, 1,400 and some change, something like that on Twitter. I don't post a whole lot on there. I don't don't make a lot of comments. I more or less just use them to put my podcast and just throw it out there. But that's not the point. Point is, every single day, go watch. Watch my account. See what number it is today. I bet you tomorrow, it'll be two or three less. And the next day, two or three less. And then maybe it'll stall for a day. Then it'll be two or three less and less and less. And granted, some people may stop following you. Uh, and I'm totally fine with that. Some people may be like, oh, this guy posts that and he's annoying. I don't want to follow him. I get it. However, when you go from that high down that low, but yet my downloads and interactions with my own website and everything are at an all-time high right now, it doesn't It doesn't work itself out. There's, there's something wrong there, you know, and I know where it's coming from. I know that I'm being shadow banned. I already did my own test run when I don't say anything and I just post my podcast, depending on the titles of the, the, the episode, I'll stop and I'll just sit there. My numbers won't change. But then as soon as I start making comments or I put some, uh, titles on there that would draw a red flag, let's say all of a sudden they start going down again. So I'm hoping for Trump, uh, true social. I'm, I'm hoping it's going to be good. I'd like to get off all and go to that. I don't have that problem in Parlor. I don't have that problem in Gab. Gab, I don't get a whole lot of interaction either, but <clears throat> um, Parlor, I did. Whatever amount of followers I have on there have always stayed the same. They either go up or stay the same. Maybe I'll lose one or two here or there in in a six-month period, which I am totally accepting of. Um, cloud hub, same thing. I think I have small, like I said, I only post my podcast. It's something small, but whatever the number is, it's been that number for the last year. Twitter's the only one that that number is continuously fluctuating and it generally only goes in one direction and that's down. So the fact that she says the conservatives aren't being, um, blacklisted from all the, that's these, uh, social media sites, that's just blatantly false. We can't confirm people like this. The United States will not survive these types of people. They hate this country, and they will do whatever is necessary to take it down. Hopefully, she doesn't get confirmed. I've said in the past, there's a lot of funky Republicans up there. You never know what they're going to do. You would hope that they fight back enough where they make enough noise, they choose somebody else that's less... Partisan. They're always going to pick somebody that's on their side. But maybe you get somebody that's not as extreme. I don't know. Yeah, anything, any, any more today in politics, nothing surprises me. So you could, she might get confirmed. She might not. But definitely we got to bring light to the situation so that everybody knows what's going on. All right. That wraps up uh, Thursday's episode. Yes, Thursday. <laughs> I'm totally off the of this right now. I'm only running on about three and a half hours sleep from last night, so (laughs) I'm probably still a little delirious. Uh, If you'd like to follow me at Twitter, at ljc Gab, or Parlor. I'm at the Real Little Joe Cloud Hub, Little Joe CC. If you'd like to uh, check out any videos I do, YouTube, Little Joe CC, Um, Rumble, Little Joe's Conservative Corner. If you'd like to reach out to me, you can go to littlejoecc.com, go to the contact section, and leave me a message. Thank God tomorrow is Friday. We'll do one more and the weekend is here, baby.